0: For the day, the audio series, I am Sanya, a writer, educator, and an art enthusiast. In this podcast series, we will be discussing all things teaching, parenting, well-being, education, mental health, as well as life in general. I also share my thoughts through weekly blogs on my website, taughtfortheday.com. If you would like to connect with me, then find me on Instagram as Taught for the Day or on LinkedIn as Sanya Ayushi. With this series, I intend to share my teaching experiences in New Zealand and in other places around the globe while shedding some light on the education industry and how as a community we can add value to each other's lives. Welcome to another episode of Taught for the Day, the audio series. I just want to extend a big, big thank you to all you people who tune in every week to listen to this podcast. And I just cannot believe that I started this in March and now it is June. Can you believe it that in just some six more months, we'll be greeting 2023? 2023? That's unbelievable. Ah, oh, gosh. Anyways, so for today's episode, we will be discussing about teacher well-being. Because as an educator, in the last four years of my being in the education field, there have been literally so many moments throughout my career where I felt, why doesn't anybody understand where I'm coming from? Or how does this not occur to somebody? You as a teacher have so many things on your plate there is right like from the morning as you enter the classroom there is this whole giant list of things that you need to do right from setting up the classroom to checking all the lists making sure everything is health and safety proof and just being ever present and being constantly on your toes to make sure that your classroom or your environment for your children is 100% safe and uh, user-friendly. And I feel that in the busyness, it can be very, very taxing. I feel that as a teacher, I have had moments where just because I wanted to make sure that everything was done to the T perfectly uh, for the children, for my children, I really pushed myself so much that on certain days, I just came back home and crashed. And honestly, it is just not my story, but so many other teachers who have known over the years have also had similar experiences, if not the same, where they've expressed to me or shared with me that, you know, I want to do so much, but... I really don't think I have the energy in me. I don't feel energetic. I don't really feel how I should feel to be able to give that 100% to my children, to my classroom. And this is where, as teachers, we need to draw the line and we need to take a step back. Because I know that we think it is very important to be there for our children and work day in and day out and even during grocery shopping or regular your own personal shopping you come across things and you are like I can actually use that in my classroom or this fits the curriculum we are exploring right now and you know it is such a natural process for you after a point that you kind of forget to draw the line between your personal and professional life. Sometimes, while it can be good to be so constantly aware about what you need in your classroom and you know, shop for it while you're out or get stuff done, this can get very, very tedious and also it can become unhealthy like in the longer run because you need to draw the line you need to understand that while working as a teacher is something you choose to do because you're passionate about it at the same time you need to understand that that's your profession and you are much more than just the label that says you're a teacher or an educationist you may be a dancer you may be a painter you may be a writer even so many more things for your family and friends. But as a teacher, it becomes so difficult. It can get really, really difficult because there's so many emotions. You have to constantly be emotionally present. You have to not just be active physically, given physically in terms of your energy part, but emotionally too, you have to be so constantly ever-present and giving that it can really, really pull you down, especially on days when you have a lot of upset children or just, you know, when you're not having that great of a day, it can get very, very difficult. And that is why we as teachers need to understand our ways, ideas around our well-being, How do we make sure that we are actually doing fine, doing well and doing good? Because it is important being good, feeling well. All of this is important for being a good teacher, for being good at what we do. And honestly, I really think that this conversation needs to be elevated much more in terms of Uh, what is taught in the theoretical aspects of teaching when you are training to be a teacher because nobody really talks about this but I think this is a very very integral part of your training and you only unfortunately but you only come to realize it while you are uh, in the classroom and you know doing your job in my um, opinion I really feel that as teachers, having certain boundaries, essential self care routines are very important. For example, when during the day, supposing when you're on your break and you have like an hour's lunch break, or 45 minutes, or 30 minutes, and whatever that looks like for you, make sure that in that time you're doing something that helps you disconnect, if not completely, but at least partially from your classroom or your work. So if you had that hour's lunch break, then maybe go for a walk. If you are very tired and you just want to sit and, you know, rest up, then probably choose to listen to some music, read up some book, or if you're a person who likes to have conversations, then you might just talk about something completely different, but yet something that interests you. And by suggesting these ideas, I'm not putting in stringent rules, but I'm just um, thinking out loud uh, and also expressing of the things that have helped me and how they may help you. Because when you kind of tune out of your role as a teacher and actually delve into different areas of your interest or in just different things that you might do, just being uh, out of your school then it kind of puts your mind in a different gear and it kind of freshens you up it makes you more prepared and uh, yeah I think this is really good if you think about uh, doing something during your lunch break that is probably slightly different than what uh, you do throughout the day so tuning out listening to music Or just, you know, going out for a walk or even having a conversation with a colleague about something that particularly interests you. And not really, you know, talk about what's happening in your classroom and all that. Well, moving on to the next thing. When you are actually outside, and supposing you spot a few things that are interesting for your classroom, and you feel like, oh my god, I can use this in my classroom, this is gonna be so much fun, then you kind of get into the habit of you know shopping every tidbits every single time. So, how about every month or say every fortnight, set out a day when you would go for shopping for your classroom so for example you know every uh, fortnight you decide that you know what i'm gonna go from 10 to say 2 in the afternoon and shop for my classroom and also get stuff for home and this is going to be like a combined thing so you kind of are setting a boundary for yourself and drawing a line that there's a set day for you to think about your classroom And not just club it with your personal uh, shopping list. So yeah, there's one, one of that way. Then I think that as teachers we are constantly really busy we have so many things on our play that we don't really delve into any other areas of development or uh upskilling ourselves because whenever we are training we are actually always taking trainings for uh you know growing as a teacher we never really think about oh i actually have an interest in something else how about i actually pursue that or learn about it so maybe go and take a random guitar class or Get into some art class or just some language class. Basically, doing something that's going to tune you out of what you already know how, like what you already know to do. Maybe once a month, go and attend a workshop that's going to probably teach you how to make pots using clay. So, these things, when you put yourself out there into these different Uh, areas of learning where you are actually getting to know about a different skill. It's very refreshing and it actually can help you unveil a different side of yourself. And as individuals, this is also very important that we diversify our strengths and we tap onto different areas of our interests so we know that okay, I'm actually good at this and I can actually, you know, go further in this area or this is a skill or this is an area I need to work on. So, taking up a class like that would be really, really uh, beneficial. Then, moving on, I feel the other thing that you could do to ensure teacher well being is. Stepping out with your team for actually casual catch-ups. Because within the classroom, everything is so neck deep, tied in routines and set. Like You're constantly on the go, busy, attending to children, going about your um, roster for the day. And there's just so much uh, limitation around what you can discuss or talk about in your classroom with your team. And even getting to know your team at a personal level becomes very difficult because you're just so into getting to the classroom and doing your job and then, and the moment your shift is over, you're out of there. So the scope of actually connecting personally with your team and having that relationship where you can depend on each other It kind of doesn't really happen. And even if it happens, it takes a really long time. So for you to have a good running classroom, it's important to have a very good uh, professional working relationship. Yes, but for that, you need to kind of break through the professional ice age, if I may say so. And you need to get to know your... um, Team beyond just good morning how are you hope you're doing well get out take some lunch do some you know do some op shopping together and just maybe have a casual facebook messenger video call and just call people home if you can or if you want to get to know your team beyond just what's there on their cvs you know it's important for you to, to do that so that in times of need when you actually need that support you can just and you can just exchange an eye contact and help each other out stand for each other so yeah that is yet another way you can probably delve into ensuring your well-being as a teacher and i think i'm going to just end this because this can keep going. Honestly, I've just chosen to speak about things that are going to particularly help you on a day-to-day basis and things that you can actively apply. I think the top thing that I would say is to ensure your teacher well-being, I would really, really recommend that you go and talk to people about how you are feeling. It is so so natural to not really connect with a certain age group, or it's so natural that to feel worn out after having worked with a certain um, within a certain environment. It could be even just working in a school for say ten years or five years, but. You need to really have that one person in your classroom or within your school environment who you can actually go and talk to about these needs of yours and express that, you know what, this is what I'm going through, these are my issues and really have like a good uh, non-judgmental catch-up, if I can say so and make time for these catch-ups. Make sure that your time... discuss about how you're feeling or how you're doing within your classroom these things need to be noted and you need to make sure that time is taken out for these things and these things really really are important for us as teachers to ensure our well-being to feel like we belong you don't want to feel alone you don't want to feel like Nobody is really recognizing you or understanding you because it's important to feel that you are valued. And for that, you need to have that one person, that one-on-one connection where you can go and express what you're feeling and how you're feeling. So yeah, I think I've said whatever I primarily feel about uh, teacher well-being and also suggested ideas that I feel would directly contribute into ensuring our well-being, your well-being as a teacher. If you are even training, it's important to step back, reflect and choose yourself. All the best to you and I hope that uh, really take care of yourself as a teacher and recognize that you are important and what you do is important. So please take care of yourself and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!